0: Can I tell something very tangential that was, like, a funny realization I had the other day? Sure. Uh, With a friend, because it's preamble, and I think we need something. We do need something. So, I was talking about D&D with my roommate. Go on. And, um, most casters know that eventually they're going to get the spell fly, and just everything in your life is better airborne. And up until that point, you put ranks in the different skills you want to be good at, you know, climbing, swimming, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. And casters all put ranks in fly, even though they can't actually practice that. But in theory, to actually get better at a skill, that means you're practicing said skill. So That means every caster is in anticipation of the day they learn to fly, just putting both hands out, facing into the wind, and making plane noises.
1: Yeah. Or- <laughs> Or throwing themselves at the ground, expecting to miss. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was, a, that was a bit of a that was a bit of a fun revelation.
1: Yeah. I. So there's a show I watch called The Good Place, and there's an episode where they have flying lessons. Yeah, the show is bad in so many ways, but like it contains the great moment of someone flies up and like runs into a pigeon midair. And I don't know why, but I find that whole concept hilarious because I just ma- imagine the chaos that would happen if, like, in the real world, people could suddenly fly. Where it's like, yeah, it's like thousands of people killed by airliner. Question Why do planes still exist?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Boeing files lawsuit at ability to give flight to all. Yeah. Airbus cooperates. Man was not meant to leave the earth. We we're walking on God's territory. If man was meant to fly, the ground would be soft. Yep. Skyward Sword is officially real. <laughs> oh, that's the worst so of the game to be real. <laughs> that That is one of those, like, and now my insides have just shut down. Thanks. Thanks for grinding my GI track to a halt.
1: <laughs> yeah. I like a taste of vomit in my mouth. You want to start this podcast?
0: <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wicked Awesome Cast, episode seventy-seven. Uh, I am Jeff, also known as Invader Gurr. I am currently joined by Alex, also known as Heinous Mave, the Woo-hoo! Heinous Mave, Sir Heinous Mave, his honorable Heinous Mave, his dishonorable Avis Heinous Mave, the elusive, but still got caught anyway, heinous Maeve. The <laughs> almost got away, but, like, seriously, you shouldn't stop and do that to sheep, heinous Maeve. And Charlie, a.k.a. Mordak. Or the artist formerly known as Charlie. Oh, uh, yes. 916. Yes. um, That's at the end of the, the artist formerly known as Charlie 916. There's another artist formerly named as Charlie... And that guy's a tool. Yeah. He stole your name. Yes, he did. Um, I'm going to find him someday. Yep. Kill him. Yep. There can only be one. <laughs> the, you Gmail account, so really, the Gmail account was coming from inside, within your own computer. Da-da-da. Say, cue the, um, the Kill Bill noise.
1: You're talking to the guy that owns Wee! the dot .com Wee! version of our <laughs> website, but because I lost all the login information from it, I keep getting the option to try and buy it from myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Have you? I was say, you could, in theory, owe yourself a lot of money, and I was trying to figure a way to make that turn around into your favor, and I'm not seeing how it comes yeah. back over.
2: We'll
3: figure it
1: out. I, I will someday figure out how to get access to the com version of something with but yeah, for
0: now we're Charlie. at .net because I own the .dot com version. <laughs> yeah, Charlie. One one of these days you're gonna finally get to extort that Charlie guy who's trying to buy your website from you. That motherfucker. everybody runs a gaming podcast like some type of loser in a basement. I was thinking like some kind of copycat motherfucker with no original ideas. Well, his website existed
1: to... before ours, so... Oh, yeah, that's fair. Bet that fucker used to run a webcomic. <laughs> loser.
0: Yep, and I'll bet it was, some, was with some kid named Harry. I yeah, don't know why that, that name guy. is so oddly specific.
3: Yeah, that's very specific. Are you trying to tell us something there?
0: That's a person I know. And a podcast from a later from an earlier time, something around 10, maybe episode 3 where yeah, we explain
1: the history that, of That was early all on. All of it? have but episode
0: yeah, that, 2. Yeah, that that really might have been episode 2. It just definitely wasn't episode 1. Um But with that, how are you doing this week, Alex? Alive, Sorry. dead, present?
3: No, sorry, I'm not it. No, I'm good. Um I had a good week, actually.
0: Uh-oh. Let's see. Uh one of us is happy. Guys, pull the plug, cancel the podcast. Two to a beat. No, no, no. We need- Jeff, Jeff. Me and you
1: can be happy. Alex can't be. Oh. Cause I only oh, derive happiness from the misery of Alex.
3: What what are you talking about? I'm very happy. Thank you. Are you? Yes. I'm uh, ecstatic. No, I fucking hate it. Hate everything.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you got that apartment full of snakes and spiders and tarantulas that are molting and they're all packing heat and let's not talk about the fact that there's obviously a tremor below your apartment.
3: Yeah. Oh god. I yeah, didn't ask. How for the could tremor. he
0: not be happy considering he's literally the hype?
3: That's true. I'm he the is. hype man.
0: Not, you're not just the hype man, you are the hype.
3: There you go. We, Alex we've seen spirit.
0: we've seen the romper. Yeah. Alex's spirit yeah. animal is an air horn.
3: <laughs> Somewhere out there, you can hear his siren
0: song. They might be <laughs> a blue <laughs> <Zayla.
2: laughs> <laughs> No,
0: it's um, no. not that annoying. <laughs> also, the tale of SWS is episode two.
3: Yeah. Oh, Nail did we entirely. say the episode number? What, Alex? Did we say the episode number in the beginning? I just realized that. Yes. Oh, I, for some reason, I didn't catch it. Yeah, um... Let's see, what is my week like? Um. Well, since we already brought up the tarantulas and reptiles and everything else that's in this house, uh, we were kind of worried recently because the scorpion was actually out in the open. And so, by the way, just just of context, uh, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, Manny said, oh, hey, look, the scorpion's right open, or right out in the open. My first reaction was, holy shit, the scorpion got out of its cage. It's going down. I'm going to die and so i'm
0: bigger than it is so i'm I'm sorry mandy that very expensive pet is about to be a very expensive smish
3: yeah like i'm dead it's gonna happen it's over turns out it was just it wasn't hiding under its like little habitat and so it was just kind of on about and she was a little concerned because like it hasn't been eating recently so like well we hope it's okay turns out it was getting ready to molt, and it molted its shell so, we get there, and we see the, 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 the husk of its former self, and then right behind the, uh, the, the, the display on the other side is the actual scorpion, all in white, like some sort of ghost out of hell, uh, plotting its attack towards me. So, um, it was really trippy, and of course, is like, oh my god, it malted, how cute! I'm like, uh, we, we have different definitions of what cute is. And she grabbed the molt, put it out, and now has it hanging around the house.
0: So you know what that's good for, right? What you take that thing and you go to all the coworkers who ever ridiculed you for having to live in fear of this scorpion, and you fucking like put it behind their computer monitor or something. Yep, and then they have (laughs) and (laughs) like you have just inherited a weapon. Actually, my friend, that is. That is a very useful item to have.
1: (laughs) Dumb question about scorpion molts. Like, does it retain some rigidity? Like, the scorpions have a pretty serious shell. Like, will this, like, molt hold itself up? Like, if you put it on a desk, is it like a figurine now, kind of thing?
3: Yes, it actually is. That is kind of cool. It shed an exoskeleton because it's growing out into its new skeleton. It's a a hard shell, but it
0: leveled up. So, Hmm.
3: yes, essentially.
0: Hmm. Please send me a picture when you can.
3: I I will actually. They're on Mandy's Facebook. I'll I have to post them on here somehow. But yeah, so I'll make it the it, thumbnail. Let me see. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is not so the time to come place later. For that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So it uh it was kind of trippy, but that was uh pretty fucking cool. I have to say, to have that happen. But uh, let's see what else. Been playing a lot more Destiny, of course. That's uh that's been pretty fun. Charlie and I have been kind of fucking shit up in that game. I don't know about the other the, the PvP stuff, because as he was talking about it earlier, I haven't really jumped too much camera. into it other than the, I, the yeah, daily
1: I'll, stuff. Yeah. I'll, I'll recap that when we get to my week.
2: Yeah.
3: So, um, been doing a lot of that, been playing a little more World of Warcraft here and there, but I've, like, really, really been having fun with Destiny. More than I thought I would have. It's surprisingly fun. So, and I'm finally, like, I know what Charlie had mentioned it, Finally starting to get into the groove of things, like knowing what you do daily kind of thing. So, starting to get into that, and that's actually also working out pretty well.
1: It's a good so, groove.
3: It is. Once you find a really good groove, it's great. So, uh, what else? Let's see. Between that, um, unfortunately today Mandy is sick. So, we're, we're we're dreading that, like... Feel yeah. better, Mandy. Yeah, she's passed out in the other room right now. But, uh, okay. so... I'm on, uh, I'm on Girlfriend Watch right now, but she's, she's doing it all right. she's getting some sleep, they let her off work, which is nice because, you, know, I, I, you know, I work for the government, so I have a nice little perk of like, when I want to leave, there's plenty of rules saying, okay, well, you've got the time, you can go, private industry isn't necessarily so flexible, so, uh, at least that's what I've heard, but she's, she's doing alright, she's just resting up right now. Um. Between Destiny and WoW, I really haven't done too much to be honest. I've liked Destiny so much more that I haven't even touched Overwatch. Like it's been a couple of like weeks since I think I actually jumped into Overwatch to be honest with you. And to be like and to be really fair about it, I don't I don't plan to jump back into it anytime soon.
2: So,
1: it's like, like Overwatch was the hot thing for a period of time and maybe its time in the sun is a little bit over. Possibly, and then when it comes out for you know for PC, I'll
3: definitely won't be
1: jumping into over. I'm really curious what that's going to be like.
3: I know, I know. I keep hoping that they they, they do the cross save thing. We don't. I don't think it will happen. But you know, ugh, we can only dream. Yeah. But um, let's see what else. Uh oh! I got to watch uh, some FGC this past weekend, which was nice you know I haven't had a chance to watch it recently, and I think they were on the down season ever since Evo, so it's starting to ramp up again. But uh, so I don't know if you guys saw this past weekend. Do you guys know Scr SoCal Regionals? You it rings heard a of bell. That? So they hosted oh. the first <laughs> Marvel Infinite
1: tournament. I heard that thing was actually pretty cool. It, you know
3: what? I I, I will admit when I was wrong because I shit on that game quite a bit.
1: So Despite here is not owning me. it.
3: <laughs> oh, no, I, say, I, I was upfront about saying that I shit on that
1: guy. Yeah, I'm still calling you out on it.
3: Yeah, so I will say, for entertainment value, watching was kind of fun. I still think it looks pretty shitty for what that studio can do, but as far hey, as, like...
0: I, am I required to own things I dislike by that logic? Yeah, like, if I case, openly yes. shit on Justin, Be- Justin Bieber, am I required to go buy his album to That's prove it? Different. You're required to at least <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> No, <laughs> I refuse. So, I'm so, very, I'm very convinced <laughs> at my standpoint, actually. So I got to watch the,
3: uh, the uh, tournament they have. And so it was, it was entertaining to watch. Of course, you know, the, the winner was Filipino champ, but he played a guy who was kind of unknown, which is really cool that like, you know, it's fresh and there are people who play? are still finding, uh, he played some guy, I can't remember his name, but he was just some guy I've never heard of before. So it could be just new, you know, fresh blood, so to speak, and whatnot. Uh but um, it was oh, interesting seeing
1: the, the person was playing. I meant, what what characters was he playing?
3: Oh, Filipino Champ was playing. Uh, I believe it was Dormammu. Dormammu Ultron was his team. Okay, yeah, which seems to be kind of the the popular picks right now are Dormammu, Ultron, and Dante.
1: I have heard Dormammu is quite popular.
3: Yeah, very popular. It's, he's got some stuff in his kit that's really fucking good. So. Uh yeah, Ultron, Dormammu, Dante, Dante is really fucking good in this
1: game. Dante was good in Marvel vs. Capcom 3 though too.
3: Well, his assist was really good. It took a lot of skill to his his skill you know skill cap was kind of up there, but like he's got a lot more in his toolkit that yeah. really works out. And then they like they you know some of the favorites that they brought back like Haggard. I, I like Haggard. You know, watching Haggard's play. Haggard has a range attack now. That's kind of cool. He grabs the old barrels from the game. Back in the day, and he chucks them Rose at people. Throws that barrel, cool. yeah, I heard. Yeah. So, um, overall, though, the, the tournament was really entertaining to watch. Uh, I enjoyed it. Will I buy the game? Maybe. I'm leaning towards maybe now, but I'm still kind of meh. You know, they still kind of fucked over people with those shitty-ass eggs they call the I, Infinity Stones.
1: I feel bad for those people, but I stand by my statement from last week, which is don't fucking buy Collector's Edition's until you see a photo.
3: Yeah. And then uh, And
1: even then, don't buy collector's editions. Just don't. You don't <laughs> need that shit.
3: <laughs> uh, but what else? There Oh, so um I don't know if you heard what they're doing with the tournament.
1: Like they're giving people egg the stones or something?
2: Yeah. Yes. I,
3: yeah. So they're coming out with a thing I guess called the Battle of the Stones, and so every like certain premiere events around the world will qualify as part of this, like, uh, tournament. Kind of like the Capcom Cup, so to speak. But, like, certain people will get access to these gems. And so it can't, from what I've seen, it can't be people who've already won Evo championships in Marvel. So, like, Filipino champ can't win a gem. So So, um, what's really cool is these gems, so to speak, other than the fact that it's your invite into the tournament, will actually grant you special, quote-unquote, abilities in the tournament so for example the first one they just gave out was the space gem which allows you to switch your position in the bracket at any point during the tournament it sounded like
1: so if i you're like going, what they're going for that's also bullshit
3: yeah it's kind of well it's kind of interesting because like let's say you get matched up against justin wong who's a goddamn beast at the marvel series you can easily be like i want to play fucking joe schmo as well like i'm going to play this guy instead and you swap Well, so So
1: what this means is the the trophy for the Capcom vs. Marvel Infinite tournament this year needs to be the fucking Infinity Gauntlet.
3: Which they've done in the past for some tournaments. They've given away an Infinity Gauntlet as like a
1: a trophy. No, no, no. I mean, it needs to be an actual Infinity Gauntlet that, like, the winner, when you beat someone else with a gem, you take their gem.
2: That'd be kind of cool. So at the end,
1: the person with all the gems gets the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, That's how that should be played.
3: That should be pretty cool. K, okay, yeah. Capcom, hit us up to help put together your tournament. No. <laughs> but uh yeah, so I got to watch that and that was a lot of fun, I have to say. Uh what else? Um other than that, I mean, it's been a pretty kind of chill week, you know? Other than work being crazy and yeah. it will be crazy for the next couple weeks. So that and I'm planning a trip I'm taking Mandy out somewhere nice for her birthday, so I'm getting prepped nice and early now so that it happens. So
2: but yeah, yeah.
3: Other than that, I mean, chill week, I gotta say. Good times.
0: Cool. Hmm. Very nice.
1: Guess I'll go next. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, it's so I, I I also have been playing the Destiny too, and I have made a discovery into the Destiny too, and it's that uh, Trials ruins any enjoyment I have for that game. I really want to be better at Trials. I enjoy the concept of Trials. It's the kind of, uh, pug group for Trials. It's the Destiny community at its worst, and... It it fucking sucks, and it immediately sours me for extended periods of time on that game, unfortunately. Which... I'm I'm glad I've learned that. But at the same time, though, too, the Faction Wars started in Destiny 2, and this is the first time probably since the first... If you've listened to the podcast last week, you may have noticed I was maybe a little disproportionately down on the game for someone who's playing as much of that game as I am. Like, this is the first time since probably the first three days that game was out when I've been really enjoying Destiny. I really like the Faction war system mostly because it gives me an extra thing to do and it's a timed exclusive kind of thing so it's like no matter what I'm doing I'm working towards the fact I'm working towards the faction rally system and I think destiny is at its best when it kind of it's like no no do whatever the fuck you want but you're working now towards this kind of competitive goal like um Iron Banner was kind of that way where it's like hey we have this PVP event and and all of you fuckers are in it, and it's a mess. Like the the king's the queen's raft thing I talked about last week that happened once. I thought was super cool. It's like, hey, it's a timed event. I wish that came back. I, I'm I'm hoping now faction rally is like a monthly event where it's like, hey, it's the last it's the last week of the month. You know what that means? Time for a faction rally.
2: Hmm.
1: Cause that's how stuff like Iron Banner worked in the past, where it's like, "Hey, it's it's the it's, it's the third week of the month. You know what that means, Iron Banner, bitches." No, and I, I think the I think the faction rally system is kind of cool, where it's like, I, "I'm repping Future War Cult because I have good taste and want an awesome ass gun." And, and
3: I am repping uh, Future War Cult because Charlie told me if I want to go dead orbit, I gotta be an emo bitch. So yep. I ain't no bitch, as my catchphrase is with Something Wicked Studios. So I'm Future War
1: Cult. Yeah, I, the breakdown's interesting because I, I I was a big fan of uh, Dead Orbit back in Destiny One because black shaders were cool and they had a bitchin' shotgun. But now things are a little bit different. I, I, I've sworn my allegiance to the War Cult because they have a auto rifle that has no what's the right word for it? Um, kick. It's basically a laser it's awesome no recoil yeah that thing stays on target and it's uncomfortable. Like, it, it stays on target so hard it's uncomfortable to use in like the best so. way possible it's like it's like man this thing's stability is a little too good I like it that and we should prepare for the oncoming war so future war cult all the way Yep, I I really hope Dead Orbit doesn't win because that Scout Rifle is not as cool as the Future War Cult Pulse, or for that matter, the New Monarchy um, sidearm. But yeah, Future War Cult. If You like guns, Future War Cult, and we got those bitchin' ass colors. But so on top of that, though, I the more I play Destiny, the more I actually get back into poking at Star Citizen and at Hor- uh, not Horizon. Um. Elite Dangerous, because I, I I am slowly, or not slowly, but kind of approaching a point where I want something with the scope of Elite Dangerous, or Star Citizen for that matter, but with kind of the space magic-y sci-fi of, well, Destiny, which means I've been playing Warframe again as well. <laughs> it's It's weird, like it's the so I, I every couple of months, I seem to come back to Star Citizen. It's occasionally, like, I feel, this is going to sound real weird. I'll get, like, in a funk at work, and I'm like, man, I'm going to go hang out in my ship in Star Citizen. Why? Because I don't own a real spaceship in real life, but in Star Citizen, I own a bitchin' ass ship that I can go anywhere in. Okay, let's go fly that around for a little bit, but I, I've i been um engaged in some ongoing hostilities with a uh, group of space pirates, and I win more than they do, so... It's been fun. I've I, I've never looked forward to anything in Star Citizen because I've always been at best a casual player of that game. But and I, hell, I think if you go back in this podcast, I like flat out say I don't think that game's ever coming out. But they have this thing called um Alpha three coming that like it looks cool and that looks like it maybe is kind of a real game at that point, which is really intriguing to me because it's, it's starting to come together like that game. When it's cool, is real cool. Like, I killed a ship the other day by dropping another ship out of my cargo hold on them. <laughs> and that was fun.
0: That's fucking sick. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: You're not supposed to be able to do that, but because the game's kind of buggy right now, I did it. So, you give an achievement for
0: that. They should embrace
1: that. I, so, that's just it. Like, it's the. As someone who plays all of my consoles with, like, achievement notifications turned off, I have there's a certain level of enjoyment I now get where it's like, I just did a cool thing. I'm doing cool things for the sake of doing cool things. I don't need the game telling me, hey, you did a cool thing, you did the same thing a billion times. Like, I know, it's like, admittedly, like, my fascination with Trials and Destiny 2 is I want that fucking achievement to be checked off the list because I almost platinum Destiny 1, but there's a couple, like, outliers, one of them being Trials in that game, that I'm like, Ah, not ever getting that fucker. But like, mm-hmm. Star Citizen, Lee dangerous. Give me the freedom where it's like, go do cool shit. What's cool shit? I don't know. Drop a ship on someone. Yeah, that's pretty cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like I I, 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 I'm not. I, I still will not endorse the playing and or supporting of Star Citizen because I'm still not totally convinced that game's ever gonna be real in the way it promises to be but the idea behind it's intriguing. Like, at the same time, the alien war is starting to kick off and elite dangerous, and that's kind of cool, too. Like, there's something kind of chill about a game where it's like, okay, I'm gonna kick back, do some space trucking. Oh, shit, aliens. Damn them, Mm -hmm. they're superior technology. (laughs) But, yeah. I I don't think I'll ever get the game I want which is kind of like the FPS stylings of Destiny with the scope of Star Citizen or Elite Dangerous
0: or Eve but I can dream. Huh. Games are getting larger and larger in scope every yeah.
1: day. Yeah. Yeah, and like that you have the guys at Eve that are now playing around with some like arena death or they're playing around with some first person shooter games. So, I don't know, I touch that game every once in a while cuz crazy person I it's weird. Like As much as I enjoy the hard sci-fi games, it's like the space magic part of Destiny I'm always a fan of because it's like, this is weird. This is out there. It makes it not quite as serious because like, what are you doing? I'm throwing giant flaming hammers at someone. Cool. Very cool. I'm going to go knee kick that boss to death. Okay. Yeah. I also saw Kingsman over the weekend or since last podcast. Oh, sorry. Kingsman the Golden Circle. Movie's pretty fucking awesome.
3: Yeah, I want to see that. It looks really fucking good. Have you seen the
1: original? Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if it's as good as the original, but the original also had the benefit of, like, I went into that movie going, I don't think this movie's going to be good, and left that movie going, holy shit, that movie should not have been that good. (laughs) Like, this one, I'm like, nah, I know what a Kingsman movie's like. They're supposed to be good, and this one's like, fucking, yeah, another Kingsman movie. Fucking all right. (laughs) <laughs> it's cool. I recommend seeing it. That franchise will be the death of James Bond if they're not careful. Really? That's a bold <laughs> claim. I, I, I don't think James Bond has been good in a long time, and like these movies are better James Bond movies, and I think James Bond ever was in some ways. Uh-huh. Like, it's everything I like about that franchise distilled down and made better where it's like, no, 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 we're self-aware enough, we can do some real fucking out there shit but at the same time, like it's this glorious mess where no part of that movie should in kind of many ways work but as a collective Mm. whole, you're like that's a fucking awesome spy movie hmm yeah hmm that's about it though, lots of Destiny 2, a little bit of space trucking a little bit of Kingsman. Not much else. I Mostly, I'm kind of starting to prep up for not being in my apartment for a month and a half, so I'm selecting some games to take on the road with me and seeing what my laptop can and can't run. I think it can actually run Warframe and Star Citizen, which is surprising. Nice. And kind of cool.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty good upswing.
1: Yeah. We shall see.
0: So that we leaves... Now we just need them to release uh, Persona 3 Golden so you can take your Vita with you. Yeah,
1: that'd be neat. I'd take Would my be. Vita anyway, because fuck it, why not? I need to take it out for a walk every once in a while. Pretty much. Oh, I've also been playing Pokémon on the Switch, which is a poor life choice, but it's still fun.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, that that game makes me retroactively dislike all Pokemon games a little bit. Because that's the Pokemon game I always wanted. Huh. Like, I kind of want that battle system to now be how all Pokemon games work. And I'm pretty convinced you could do that.
2: Hmm.
1: Random
0: battles are fought in the 3D, 6-axis battle arena? Well, or... So it's it's one of
1: those things where kind of like Nine it's the... Axis? regardless of what you think of the writing of the show, the cool thing of the show is you get to see the Pokemon do the actual fighting. Like, it feels like a real fight. There's action and stuff like that. And the joy of the game is kind of the adventure, the story. Uh, Imagine a Pokemon game where, like, whenever you went to a Pokemon fight, you got to do that kind of fighting game level show-worthy Pokemon fight.
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That's fair. That's what that game is. And I think that's it's weird because I think I said I'm not going to buy this for the Switch because I already bought this once. And, you know, people actually own Switches, so I get to play with more people online, which is kind of fun. And there are some new things that stupid owls in there now. And it's it's it is one of, if not the best Pokemon games ever made for, like, all the wrong reasons, but it's like, no, no, this is the dream of Pokemon realized in a weird, kind of piss-off-some-fans, maybe-too-legit-for-its-own-good kind of way.
0: But Yeah. That leaves you, Jeff. What have you been up to? So, my week's gonna be really short, because my life is changing rapidly for crazy reasons. Um, so basically I wanted to play in a shit ton of hockey, which I'm going to kind of glance over. Um, and then it was my mom's birthday this weekend. So I wound up going back down to Massachusetts. Um, and basically for her birthday, she made me prune a tree, which was, I wound up discovering, you know how you always see at the, uh, like hardware store, those, like, it's basically a pair of scissors on a stick, except it's like the pair of scissors that actually work on branches. Yep. My parents bought one of those, and I went addressed this item with extremely low expectations. Holy shit, those things fucking work. Yeah. I was like, holy crap, you go through branches you have no right going through. And I'm pulling on just a fucking string. Yep. Yeah, no. If you ever have to print a tree, those things totally are worth it. Have you seen the chainsaw version of those? Um, I know they exist. My dad called me from the store, and that was one of the versions he was willing to get, and I was like, we don't, no, we do not need that to pr- pr- uh, prune back one tree and then never use again. You should have gotten the chainsaw version. Knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Always get the chainsaw version. Look, my family has no need for a chainsaw version and I don't live at a house, so. <laughs> uh,
1: eventually you will inherit the chainsaw on the, on the um, pole arm. Get the chainsaw
0: version. Well, I'm good. <laughs> um but uh after that i basically um my brother invited me to a house party so i went to that and had a bunch of fun um i met a montreal canadian fan and had no a uh, bit of an, yeah sort of but it was a bit of an interesting conversation of like like yeah i'm from montreal i'm like please tell me you're not a canadians fan and they're like oh yeah i'm totally a not fan. i'm like okay, well, credit where credit's due, Carey Price is a god, but I hope you don't like P.K. Subban. She's like, no, I love him. I'm like, oh, man, this conversation's not going well. (laughs) I didn't say that out loud, but I'm like, oh, this is going downhill at an accelerating pace.
1: If you were smart, you'd have asked them, what's it like having a worse preseason record than the um, Las
0: Vegas Kings, or Knights, sorry. Say, aren't the Las Vegas Knights, like, actually, like, doing well? Yes, despite all odds. Yeah, um, but did that um, and the uh, most fun part I had in my evening was I got drunk with my brother, and I introduced him to the show Mountain Monsters. Oh, which I've mentioned once or twice on this delightful program. Which, or Alex, have I ever told you what Mountain Monsters is? No. So Mountain Monsters is a very amazing little spot in my heart, where it's. You know those, like, cryptozoology shows where they hunt Bigfoot?
3: Yes. I don't think I've ever watched any.
0: but... But you acknowledge that there are people that go out and hunt, like, Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster or all these different things?
3: Oh, absolutely, yes.
0: Yeah. So, it's one of those shows, except for replace the entire cast with rednecks, give them shotguns, night vision, and send them out in the middle of the night. And they go looking for, like, the Grassman and Hogzilla and the Bloodless Howler. And, like, they go out looking for mountain monsters. And they're the most incompetent group of morons I've ever seen. <laughs> and, like, they, they practically muzzle-sweep each other, like, constantly. Like, they're impressively stupid. Um, and the show is absolutely amazing for all the worst reasons. I highly recommend looking up a few YouTube videos of that because it's just so crazy. Um, when my brother's watching these like they need, they must have blanks in their guns. There's no way these guys could have live ammo. They literally would have killed each other. <laughs> um, but I'll go to the, like the one video game news thing I've got, which is kind of tied to news, but I'm just going to list it in my week because it's the only thing that's near and dear to me which is uh, League of Legends Worlds is currently undergoing. And they've decided, I guess, that Worlds should be a month-long fucking event. So they're doing, like, group stage, get into group stage, post-group stage, actual tournament. Like, the amount of extra narrowing they do- they're they doing is insane. And the Russian team this year, which was Gambit gaining instead of uh, Lox Nuna, Knox Luna. Unfortunately, Gambit has not done as well as we had hoped, and they will be uh they have lost out of the tournament. So that was that was my downtrodden video game news. Um because me and Charlie like to root for the Russian teams because they're do. crazy. Um But that brings you up to speed with me. Um or I guess the one last thing is I've been offered a spot full time by uh the rink near me to start playing goalie on Thursday nights, so just hanging around and being a hockey bum is now spiraling into I'm being, like, offered real ice time, which is really cool. Let's make you so, a hoser. Are the guy who hoses off the ice at the end <laughs> of the night? Yes, that's what a hoser is, technically. Yeah. No? <laughs> you hooser. But hooser. Yep which is a reference to, or if you haven't seen the YouTube video, Clark the Canadian Hockey Goalie, that's fantastic, too. No, no, that's just Canada. was a real thing they say up there. Oh, I know. I, I'm aware of the term. I still recommend the YouTube video. Fair. Um, but yeah, that brings you up to date with me. Just been a lot of, like, running around doing stuff, m- like, hockey multiple times, so I'm consolidating all of it. <laughs> um. So, yep. Yeah. I suppose oh, and that- I have a I have an angry orchard. That's, ah, that's my my positive news.
1: I suppose that means it's time for news then.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Damn it.
0: <laughs> oh, we I, were so close, Charlie. I spy, honestly uh, wasn't sure oh. if we were
3: still
1: doing that in all honesty.
3: No, yeah. that was a false sense of hope, boys. <laughs>
1: yeah. I
0: it really was. <laughs> you slowed in, gained my trust, and then rammed me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So uh we, we got some news this week, unlike some other weeks, but the news is back, for better or worse. We're gonna start this one off with uh the devs behind Battleground um Battlegrounds, uh Blue Dot or Blue Point, I'm blanking on the name right now, are threatening to go after um Epic Games for that whole Fortnite battle royale mode they're now pushing, and this gets extra weird because um do you know what engine battlegrounds is made in?
2: Unreal Engine. Mm-hmm. Uh huh.
1: So they're they're not quite out there saying it, but the kind of accusations imply a variety of things. From you guys are saving the good version of Unreal for yourself, which is uh, well uh, I think it's said every once in a while, actually, oddly enough, and also insinuating that maybe uh. Epic might be benefiting from some of the trial and error or stuff that uh, those guys have done. I, Epic knows their engines, so I, I think this is more unknowns. Battlegrounds, has really enjoyed a period of time with no competition in that space, and Fortnite's Battle Royale mode is free and doing really well for itself. It's already up at a million users.
3: Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I could see why that's an issue. And it makes sense, and, like, I've, I'm kind of, like, torn, because, like, Battlegrounds put a lot of work into the theory of how their game works. Like, I understand it's the same engine and all that so, stuff. So, I
1: disagree with that, because Battlegrounds is just a full game made out of an armor mod. It,
3: yes. It's done a lot more with it. From what I've seen, it's a lot more. But, like, here's the thing.
1: It sounds like Fortnite's version is essentially a copy and paste. Well, it's got Fortnite systems. Like, you can build and shit like that in the game. Like, it's got some differences. Real differences.
3: Mm, I don't know. That's going to be interesting to see where that goes, but...
1: Yeah, it's... Don't get me wrong. I think this is definitely someone looking at Battlegrounds and going, hey, that's pretty successful. Maybe we should do that. But also, like... That game's been out for, like, what, three months or something like that? Uh, This is pretty quick even to turn around in three months, because Fortnite's relatively new. Hmm. Yeah, it's... So here's the issue. I I think Battlegrounds has the issue where it is one game mode, for better or worse. I think it benefits from being pretty focused in what it is, but I I don't think you can claim ownership of a game mode That exists prior to you, like it's the other. Borderlands could totally be pissed off at the Destiny crowd because those games were pretty fucking similar at the end of the day, and kind of what what depending on what you think of Borderlands goes back and forth. But like Destiny is a better loot shooter at its base; it's a loot shooter, and yeah, I I I don't know on this one. I, I think it's a little it looks a little weird, but at the same time. Like, if it if truly was a new thing from the guys that made Battlegrounds, I'd be like, yeah, this, this fucking sucks, but no, this is a thing that predates them by several versions. Like, hell, the guy that made Battlegrounds used to make an Arma mod that did the exact same thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, take it one step further. Remember, Battlegrounds had a Battle Royale-themed costumes you could get in the game I don't think they're paying Battle Royale the movie people
0: any licensing fees for that wait there's Battle Royale people skins in it? I like which sp- characters? Like Japanese schoolgirls and stuff yeah no specific characters I don't think yeah okay. it's just
3: general Japanese as attire
0: Say because Charlie would totally play as the one transfer student that volunteered to be there yeah yeah, yeah I would with the huge hair. This shit is awesome, yo.
1: So I guess, speaking of Borderlands and kind of weird things that are similar, uh, there have been rumors about Borderlands 3 being a thing for several months now. Uh, Randy Pitchford basically got out there and tweeted, yeah, that thing you think we should be working on, we're probably working on it now. So, while it's not confirmed, uh, Borderlands 3, totally a thing. He's also gotten out there and said... The art style of Borderlands is holding us back, which is wrong. Absolutely, that would, that's one yeah. of the
3: best things about that game.
1: Yeah. Has he seen tra- the trailer for Travis Strikes Back? Well, so, do you guys remember the original trailer for Borderlands? A gazillion guns. No, the one that was like all like Call of Duty, gritty, and realistic military? No, I just remembered a gazillion guns. There was a time, a long, long time ago, with Borderlands 1, that that game was going to be kind of a super serious military style shooter thing, and it then became this weird-ass cel-shaded, over-the-top Mad Max game, but there was a point in time where that game was going to be super gritty and, like, quote, real, and I think it benefits for the art style. I think it's just part of what that game's personality is at this point. Yeah. I'm excited. I've, I've been wanting a Borderlands 3 game for a while at this point. I think that's a great franchise. I've, 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 It hasn't always handled the best, but the guns have always been fun. I'm really hoping they give some customizable characterization in this one, but we'll see. I think that was a major missed opportunity in 2, in all honesty. like You could have the subclasses, but the fact that you really couldn't customize aside for like very specific outfits and some shading colors, I think was a bit of a missed opportunity.
0: Especially because you couldn't really play as the previous game's characters either. Yeah, So it's not like they were locked in. Yeah, That's a fair assessment, actually. Um, I'm not saying you, like,
1: don't even make the gear have, aside for guns, have cosmetics, or just be purely cosmetic. I mean, like, I don't care about stats at that point. I just want to have, like, hey, I killed a shit ton of skags to make this cool-ass helmet. I played a shit ton of that game, too. <laughs> yeah. Moving on from that, though, to kind of some open speculation stuff. stuff, uh, Razer has announced it will enter the mobile phone market before 2018 hits with a mobile phone aimed at video games.
3: Why does this sound awfully familiar? Hmm. Oh, yeah! Didn't, uh, wasn't it Nokia or one of those guys? Try to go after that market? With the, the
0: N-Gage.
3: The N-Gage, that's right.
0: Yeah. Can't you make phone calls with a Vita?
1: No, there was the, um, it only came out on AT&T. There was a Vita cell phone. Uh, it was a PSP cell phone, though. Yeah, I remember what you were talking about. It sucked.
0: Yeah. They yeah. had
1: weird joysticks.
0: Expand on that technology.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. Make that, make that, but
0: don't half-ass it.
1: Yeah, so I, I'm not sure we ever talked about this in the podcast. We may have missed it. Uh, earlier this year, Razer acquired um, Android phone startup Nextbit, So this kind of oh, seems really? to be a logical extension of that. Mm. Yeah, I... Would you want a gaming phone?
3: I don't know, man. Most of the thing is with those kind of phones, I'm guessing the battery life is going to be hot garbage and I like battery life. So,
1: yeah, I, <laughs> I
3: it, it would yeah. I would have to see what the specs look like, but man, that's that's kind of a jump because like it's
2: mm.
0: all about games. Yeah. I just want to have good games. Like literally, I'd be willing to accept that they're going to triple the width of my phone like an actual Vita and give me better battery life and some better stats in exchange for, or but it's got to have actual games to play on it. Like, I'm fortunate I was given my Vita. It's technically borrowed, and I have to give it back at some point. But I don't know if I can currently justify its price point because there aren't enough games worth talking about. Yeah. And if you're going to make me buy a phone with it as well, like, I better be getting some cool shit with it, you know. I better be getting, you know, a, well, technically the Vita's got an Uncharted game, but I need to get another Uncharted game. I need, you know, make me some kind of Horizon Zero Dawn thing. Get me uh, an Assassin's Creed thing that doesn't blow. It's um, got one, I think. I thought it was like the China one or
1: the no. Uh, it's got free. It's got the original version of Freedom Cry, I think, or oh. one of the side stories that came out of three, or the side story that came out of three. That's a pretty solid game, actually. It's one of the better Assassin's Creeds ever made.
0: Oh. Oh, I wasn't aware of that one. Yeah. But get me things to play. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. I let's play a little thought experiment for a second. Um, what do you two think a phone by Razor made for gaming even looks like?
0: Made mm-hmm. by is there, well, it's gonna be Chroma's all get out. And yeah. Charge for a more expensive Chroma version of it, if not.
3: Yeah, I look forward to having a dance party in my pocket. Do
0: you yeah. think it's got joysticks of some
1: kind, or like a Steam controller style, like Skull Eye I, I Cup
0: controller system? I'm expecting something like the Vita, where you have a nub that's just really flat. See, I don't think you can do the nub not, on a phone. Not I the Vita, have- the um, the
1: original PSP. I don't think you can do that either. I think you've got to do, like, a They've better touchpad. they of that before. I guess. And that's what I'm saying. I think it's like a touchpad. Like, the Steam controller has those, like, recessed touch surface things. I think that's what you have to do. Which controller was that? Um, the Steam controller. It doesn't have joysticks. It has slightly, like, domular indented... I, I always felt like... A- yeah. Holding the controller felt what I imagined so, like driving your thumbs through someone's eyeballs would feel like, because it was weirdly <laughs> kind of
0: proportioned at that point, but... So, I own, I don't play it very often, but I own it. Um, what's it called? GTA Vice City for the phone? Sure. Because that was an extremely well-done port. Honestly, the way your fingers rub against your uh, screen, when you're not using, like, your index finger and you're, like, really, like, fat fingering it with your thumbs mm. gets really chafey and shitty after a
2: while. Huh.
0: Like, I actually would not really be in favor of a better touch screen. Because um, you wind up sliding your finger on it constantly and that just winds up like you were like, just take your thumb and rub it on your desk back and forth a hundred times the next like minute and a half and make a decision whether or not you, you enjoy that. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Um... Especially in a game like GTA, where, like, you're running in circles and doing, like, weird turns and stuff where you want to do, like, a hard turn. Like, it gets a lot extra crappy, which is why so many of the games, like, when they redid Final Fantasy IX, you can click on the ground and the character auto walks there. Like, games that have that for a system work a lot better. And if I'm going to expect this thing to be a full-scale gaming thing, I don't want to be shoehorned into phone-specific gaming.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's Razor's the one behind it, so I feel like they'd at least be going after like that Nvidia Blade market or something. But yeah, it it feels like a weird thing to do for them. In all honesty,
0: uh, I mean, it also kind of feels a little bit like the natural progression of what's Razor going to do next. Oh. Well, we look at our friends Nokia and Apple and see what they're doing, and, well, oh, I think we they want should to build be build a st- big boy table. I think they should build a Steam
1: box. I think they should try and find their way into kind of, uh, not the console market, but the home box attached to a TV market. Like, and Steam box is the obvious choice there for me.
0: I thought Razor did that at one point.
1: Maybe they did. Maybe they need to do a better one because I don't remember them doing that. I think, um, Nvidia did that. Maybe Razer did. Yeah.
0: Searching Razer console does bring back, like, they did release, like, a little box thing. They've done stuff. They're like an in box, thing. like, I have no idea. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I know it's hard because when you search Razer and console, they make a lot of shit for, like, Xbox and PS4. So yeah, they, they make um, their headphones and
1: shit. I was looking at their custom PS4 controllers over the weekend and chose not to get one, but yeah, they do stuff.
0: Yeah, so that that could be a bit of a muckled search.
1: Yeah. Speaking of muckled, I guess, uh, did you guys see the chart EA put out explaining how much more game is in the new Star Wars game than the previous one?
3: That's fucking hilarious, I saw that. Yeah, Yeah,
1: I... I have not seen this, please elaborate. Alright, so it, it in bar graph style illustrates how much more of stuff there is in battlefront two than there was in battlefront one. So if you're taking this graph taking this uh, these graphs on their word uh, on the location topic battlefront one had four locations battlefront two including single player has eighteen so probably we'll say like maybe two of those are specific to multiplayer so that's what, that's what seems to imply. For heroes there were six in battlefront one there are 14 in battlefront 2 and for vehicles there were 11 and now there's 39
0: me or i feel like this just goes to show clearly they don't understand what made the game good
1: <laughs> i oh i i think they do i just think this is like the most weirdly corporate what the fuck way of conveying hey we put more stuff in the game yeah fair uh, it's also weird seeing these numbers out there because. It makes you realize, man, there really wasn't fucking anything in Battlefront One.
0: Oh, I've gone back and played Battlefront One recently. Yeah, it ages weird. Yeah, um, the aim assist in that game is unforgivably like miserable. Because and- I have been multiple times where I'm like leading headshots and it starts auto snapping to torsos. So I'm like, stop it! And it doesn't have the ability to shut it off. <laughs> Yeah. Moving on from
1: that, uh Oculus founder Palmer Lucky has formed a new VR
0: company. Yes, gasps and silence you should. I'm um, more amazed he could do so this how- in all honesty. I mean, as long as he doesn't have a non-compete, there's nothing or literally a non-compete would be what would say he can. If he doesn't have one of those then, there you go. Or he's in New Hampshire where non-competes are unenforceable. So legally, it's possible. Do I think he'll do well?
1: No. He's been out there saying stuff like, oh, VR companies should get along. And at the same time, you have Sony out there saying, we really don't like being the um, front runner of the VR market, which is a whole weird thing to think about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... This just feels strange to me. The fact you can legally do this and there's not some non-compete feels weird.
0: I mean, you get what you negotiate. Yeah,
1: I guess. Goes. That's fair. I, I'm kind of personally amazed that this, that Black has died down enough that people wouldn't take him seriously because he was a bit of a weird topic for quite a period of time. Hmm. Yeah. Yes,
2: he
1: was really was. Yeah. Also, speaking of Sony getting out there and saying weird things, um, Sony got out there and said, we don't want to make a Vita 2. I saw that. God damn it. Like, officially, like, in a press conference, they were like, we really don't want to do that.
0: Well, if you're not going to do that, can you just, like, really, really promise to, for reals, he's do a really good job of continuing to support the Vita 1? Eh? Don't eh? know. Hold my beer. Tears excuse me guys I'm gonna be crying I'm or I'm gonna go cry in the corner I'm back in the shame corner
1: yeah I, I I really put that on the news just for you Jeff it's it's rare I get an official news thing where it's attacking something you want personally yep
0: yeah.
1: I <laughs> like reading the article is great because they like they're not like trying to corporate it up they're not trying to be like oh maybe this. like no we really don't want to do this ever like we don't want to do that we're digging the ps4 right now like the Pro's doing okay what about the Vita? No well the Switch is doing super well, is it? actually speaking of the Switch um if you were to talk about how fulfilled you feel as a consumer of video game stuff in context to the availability of the Switch let's, let's do a quick one, what words would you use to describe your stance on that?
3: uh well, when it first came out, dried up.
1: And currently, because
3: like currently, I mean, I see them; they're kind of in excess now. So I guess the supply has superseded the, the demand, so to speak. But I could be wrong.
1: Well, so Nintendo got out there specifically. I think um, Reggie got out there and said we overdelivered with the
0: Switch at launch.
3: Ooh, that's a hard note for me, dog yeah
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have to or I can't follow up what Alex said with anything better or stronger so I'm just gonna have to concur that was well well put Alex <laughs> so according to
1: Fusa um, the company made two million consoles available at launch despite the fact that analysis predicted demand for the system would be much lower. They sold two point eight I, I don't know where they get off on this one like I even if this is true, this is just a bad look. It's like, no, no, we're actually doing way better than people thought. No, people can't get the console anymore. That's the problem. No one cares if you hit the numbers you expected, guys. I just love the image of them being like, yeah, we're over-delivering the Switch. Mm-mm. We're doing
0: good.
3: Nailed no, the boys. Are just Well, high-fiving. here's the thing.
0: You didn't say that they are currently over uh, delivering the switch. It's that they previously over delivered the switch. Yeah. Things are now stabilizing. Before they were bad actively.
1: Yeah. I. I. So they're talking about ramping up. They're hoping to hit 10 million uh, units sold by the end of the year. I. It's weird, like, it's the, I get it, you can only make so many before launch, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, but, like, the big push for this thing had to have been at launch, because I think they're losing some momentum at this point. I don't know, maybe it's I own a Switch and don't like using it that much, but, like, aside for the Zelda game, which you can poke some holes in if you try, there hasn't been anything out there that makes me say I fucking need a Switch right now.
0: I don't know. Speculatively, I'd say when Mario Odyssey comes out, we'll be having this conversation a second time. Yeah,
1: but that's just it. I'm not sure. Like I, To, to super-generalize for a second, Nintendo fanboys are Nintendo fanboys, and those are the people that got it for um, uh, uh, Breath of the Wild. Yep. Maybe I could be overestimating how many people I think like Mario and Zelda overlapping, but I'm pretty sure like one of those demographics is pretty much the same as the other demographic.
2: Uh
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Like the Venn diagram isn't so much two circles as it is like an ellipse (laughs) with slight amounts of variation.
0: (sighs) Maybe one's a hell of a lot bigger than the other, but I mean, being honest, a lot of people I know growing up who like Zelda. Very few of them were as hardcore into the 3D Mario games. Sure. And really vice versa. Well, maybe a little less vice versa. I definitely knew a lot of Mario guys who were into the Zelda games, but there's a lot less people that, like, were diehard Zelda fans that spent as much time in, like, the three, like, in Mario 64 or something. Like, yeah. No, I play, I play Wind, w- or not Wind, w- I play Ocarina of Time, and then, like, 007's uh, Smash Brothers or something. Yeah. Not, like, I play Zelda and Mario.
1: And remember, this Mario is fucking weird looking.
0: It is. People are pretty hyped for it. Though. Yeah. I'm, excited. I, I'm not I'm tentative as well, but yeah. I also have the luxury of being tentative because I don't own one of these things and I don't have to have Nintendo Stockholm Syndrome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... We'll see. I. I just mostly enjoy the audacity of them being out there saying we're over delivering this.
0: <laughs>
1: Our launch was fucking. The balls on point. in them
0: for making that comment.
1: Yeah. Also, speaking of ballsy moves, um, Valve recently pulled um almost two hundred games, a hundred and seventy three games to be precise, off Steam, all of which were from a game company called Silent Echo Studios.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Uh, these are what called spam games, where they're kind of quick cash grabs, maybe not really even games to a certain extent. They're typically cheap. They're they're really not really games.
0: Often they're like rip off mobile ports. Yep. Um, there are companies out there whose entire marketing strategy is to release, you know, two hundred and fifty games a year of shit and hope that one of them sells 10 more copies than
2: the others.
1: Yeah. I, it's it's nice of them doing stuff like this, because that marketplace has been just glutted with junk lately, but... Yeah. Like, like, the fact you could pull 200 games off, roughly, and they're all from the same developer, is nuts!
0: It's developer yeah. or publisher, actually? That does make a difference. If that is developer, that's an even bigger feat than publisher. Yeah. Mm.
1: Sorry, they're all tied to Silent Echo Studios, so I don't know on that one actually. Mhm-, yeah, don't know let me find out what they are, yeah, well so, uh, we got some Vivendi news. They've been out there uh, shaking the chains again. um, they got out there and kind of publicly said they don't know if they're just gonna sell the Ubisoft shares or move into a hostile takeover position, but they're gonna do one of the two eventually.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, that that does seem very the either or spot they're in anyway. Yeah. It's it's kind of it's lethargic. They relinquish control, I like. and that's just not happening.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I guess kind of the big deciding thing is um, coming up. There will be a point in time where their ownership of the company will automatically double, courtesy of some deals they have in place, which couldn't, which could conceivably be the perfect time to. Do a hostile takeover when you own thirty percent of a company at that point. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting we've gone this long without a Vivendi update. Uh, no, I
0: find that easy to believe. Vivendi is slow and methodical. they they also have the luxury of they literally can eat um is it you not Ubisoft, um God, why can I not remember the name of this goddamn company? Ubisoft. It is Ubisoft. Yeah. Yeah. They can literally eat Ubisoft at whatever rate they want. And Ubisoft can't do anything about it. So unless someone else comes in and tries to snipe them, which would be a pretty ballsy move by another developer, Ubisoft is like... It's when you see, like, the animal, like, on the ground, kicking and screaming while the wolves just encircle it. No one's going to fuck with the wolves, and the wolves just have to wait while it bleeds out.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, Vivendi's already got their prize. They'll still take it when they're ready.
1: Yeah, or they'll sell off the shares for massive profit, and then someone else will be in that position. And then huh. someone else will be like, haha, now I own controlling stake and, ah, shit, it's Ubisoft. D- you guys made that South Park game, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Which I'm still waiting for.
1: I I was with you, and all the stuff they've shown for it recently has made me go, I'm not sure I'm actually going to buy this now. They've done an amazing job of killing any hype I had for that game, partially because it's taken so goddamn long, and partially because... I I, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed the first one, but I'm not sure I ever wanted to replay it or play a second one after completing the first one. Hmm. Like, it's like, oh, that that was a thing I played. Neat. I don't know. I also don't like the whole superhero thing as much as I like the Game of Thrones thing.
3: I'm
1: curious. What's the Game of Thrones thing? Uh, so... Uh, and maybe you missed this whole thing. So the characters they were playing in the first um, South Park game, they were Game of Thrones characters, essentially. Like, it's based off of the whole Red Wedding story arc they did. It's like three episodes long or something. It's a parody of Game of Thrones. That's where all those characters yep. come from, for the most part.
3: Oh, shit, I didn't never put that together.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the whole Coon and Friends set of sub-characters. I, I don't know. I always thought they were dumb. <laughs> Not quite as clever. Yes, beware of the Red Robin wedding. Yep. That was a fantastic set of episodes. It's some of the best South Park in a long time. (laughs) Who's walking who through the Garma Trail now, asshole? Stay out of my goddamn garden! I think he's shit in your garden! He's gonna betray you! Hmm. But, yeah, I... That brings us to our last piece of news. The um, SAG-AFTRA voice actor strike appears to be winding down finally.
0: Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Get back Nolan North. I
1: I, I think he's been back, so you probably run to the same impression I was, which was that it was against everyone. It was not. It was mostly against companies like Activision, Electronic Arts, WB Games, Disney, and other big ones. It wasn't actually so, like, against everyone. The biggest ones. <laughs> yeah, but I think he was like they were around for like stuff for Naughty Dog. That's fair. Yeah the the full list is um, Insomniac, Voice Works Productions, Blind, uh, Blind Light. I'm not gonna do this full list actually, uh, but they got uh, they got some of their demands. They didn't get the big one, which was they wanted royalties based off of how well a game does and percentage base. Yeah, and that's the one that a lot of people had a bunch of issues with because as important as voice acting can be for a game, like imagine how shafted you would feel if you were like an artist or a coder on that game where you put in way more hours on that game than a voice actor does, and they're like, wait, they get a percentage now based on how well the game does?
0: Yeah. I understand the want for it, but at the end of the day, it's like, no, 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 you are not... But they're they're all looking at um, Robert Downey Jr. in the Avengers series and going, we want that. Yeah. And the devs are going, no. <laughs> you can't do you're that. You're not Robert Downey Jr. Those movies don't work without him. This game gets off the ground without, without you. We'll <laughs> find a new Nolan North. We'll call him uh, Patrick South.
1: <laughs> uh, call him Victor Sullivan. Something like that. But yeah, some of the demands that have been met are that I, things I didn't know that wasn't a bad practice, like little dumb things like voice actors now get to know what type of game, like what genre the game even falls into when they're doing the voice acting. Like They get to get a heads up about like, hey, here's some racist stuff you may have to do for the game or like stuff that I'm not sure how you could hire a voice actor for and not have previously, but i I charge extra for animal noises. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like how violent the game is and stuff like that. Just like little things. I'm like, wouldn't you want someone to know this for, Oh, well, I don't know, their ability to perform better?
0: They do, but I mean, it also ties in with, if you've ever seen a lot of interviews with a lot of voice actors, they'll get asked about lines all the time by their fan base, and they're like, "Uh, that was a throwaway line when they told me I was just doing like, Generic villain number four, and then it yeah. turned out like I was the sidekick villain. Sure. Like, shit like that happens constantly. I don't know if that's a factor of like a living script or if it's a factor of like they're just not upfront with that information or they're trying to control the way in which they get the performance out of them. I don't know what the deal is with that per se. Well, so the argument
2: it
1: for is- that's always been like we want to keep the game secret for as long as possible. And the more people that know what they're working on, the more leaks there are potentially. So, yeah. And, like, of the many people that work, uh, would work on a project, voice actors are going to come
0: and go the most. Yep. And also, voice actors very much, like, they come in and, like, they are a, a crazy hour job. It's just the, the number of projects that they do and the number of hours. Where it'll be like, okay, you're going to do six hours for this one project, and then we're going to do another eight hours of this project. And we're going to try and schedule this the best we can so that if you're playing a character who's very shouty like Invader Zim, you're not going to then be doing another character who's equally as shouty because we're going to blow your vocal cords out. We just do 18 hours straight of that. Yeah. And I watch a lot of voice actor interviews. Yeah, no, it's
1: i'm not gonna lie i'm not sure i noticed a major impact on the voice acting community which i'm sure is a shitty thing to say but i also don't play a bunch of games that have the most diehard of voice acting stuff to them so i don't know i'm Mm -hmm. glad that the the demands that are being met make a lot of sense and i think are good demands to be met mostly because a lot of them i have the reaction of why the fuck wasn't this a thing previously like, how would mm-hmm. you even expect them to do their job without this previously? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good.
2: Yeah. What
1: does it for news this week? And I don't know if we've done this for a main topic before ever, but it's been kind of, It's been in the news a bunch lately, and I was kind of touching on it last week when we talked about Destiny some, but the whole topic of toxicity in gaming communities has come back with a vengeance in a weird way all of a sudden like you've had the guys behind overwatch out there talking about how they can't do the things you like about overwatch because they're stuck dealing with toxic uh, the toxic community for it and again i'm not sure we've ever done a full topic on this one but it feels like maybe it's time again to talk about you know maybe don't be shitty to people again
3: yeah mm-hmm. i think so we can agree on that
1: one yeah so i i guess like using the overwatch one as a jumping off point I, It's over the top of that reporting tools have now been brought to the console versions, which they should have been there from day one, which is a whole separate topic. But I I think the assumption, and I make this assumption too, is generally that because there's no built-in chat functionality, people on consoles are typically at least seem to be a little bit nicer than each other. Like The the process of typing an angry message to someone on a PSN account is significantly more involved than it is on a PC. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. you gotta hate that person you gotta go through that stupid tick, 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 sound effect a billion times to call them something terrible and insult their mother mm-hmm. so maybe it, was, oh, maybe it was the people of that blizzard going oh it's PC you don't need to have it's not PC you don't need to have this but it's a bad look and claiming we can't do the cool things because we didn't do this in the first place is shitty but The fact that people are being so shitty, you have to do this, and it's on this grand a scale, is fucking nuts.
3: Yeah. And you know a little bit of context in terms of where this, like, big push on uh, toxicity came from?
1: No, where?
3: So, there is a guy. And this guy is probably one of the most toxic players in the Overwatch community. And somehow he's racked up several thousands of reports in the first year. Somebody did the average, and he's averaging about 13 reports a day. So the reason they're bringing it up is because people were reporting him like crazy, and after a year of reporting and all that, he got muted for a week, and in that week, found a way to troll people without having to speak, and then after all that happened again with the reports, he was only suspended for about a month, give or take, or two weeks from the game.
1: Yeah. So, I, oh, sorry, I, go ahead. Is that just like the Overwatch response to that level of reporting is shitty or what? Well, it's that yeah, they that don't sounds,
0: do... It's, they, they're not doing anything about it. Yeah. That's Have like, you ever they're heard they're of a not, person called Tyler1?
1: He's a league player, right? Correct. He's the guy that plays the guy that throws the spinny
0: blade, right? Um, guy who throws the spinny blade? Uh, He's got like a boomerang blade thing. There's a girl with one of those.
1: I thought he has one too, like it's the character he plays, like it's showing some spinning a blade in one hand or something.
0: Big fucking whirlwind thing. Is it a little like teddy bear creature? I don't think so. Because that's one that's got a boomerang. There's, a, there's 131 champions in the league. He's playing multiple of them. Sure. Um, but Tyler1 is so toxic, Riot Games has given him a permaban and any accounts that they find out of his, he, they instantly ban. The guy streams and he has to hide the names of every person that he's in games with because Riot will re- personally go through and reverse engineer his uh, game history and retroactively ban him. He made it to number one in Challenger, and Riot used that information to ban him. They have made it their personal mission to ban this guy.
1: What the huh. fuck did this guy do to get on that type of shit list? Like that's almost he's impressive. been
0: he's been doing. He has been horrifically toxic and just like racist and terrible and like I don't know. I don't watch him, but Fair. He has earned himself the ire of Riot. No one actually. There's no one out there going. Tyler One is a victim sure um the but uh riot also went out of their way too after it was like the second world or the second season of league of legends where they first started having like professional players and teams and whatnot Mm -hmm. they banned probably like eight or nine professionals which out of the like eight teams times 10 so out of 80 people so almost 10 percent of them they banned for being toxic and Predominantly racism, and they ban players for a year. They let them come back. Like, um, one of them was a guy named I Will Dominate, but Riot has been very active in like community toxicity curbing. And I do feel a little bit that Blizzard coming in and Blizzard is now implementing the like rewards for being a non douchebagging game, right? Yeah. They're just once again playing catch up to Riot. Um, Riot had it, therefore Blizzard has to get it. No, so um
1: uh to throw destiny in the mix for a second. Um Bungie cites the lack of matchmaking for raids and trials on trying to stop toxicity in the game, which at the time and maybe a little bit now I think is bullshit, but all the trials I've been playing lately, yeah, maybe that's the right choice actually. Like the hardest things in the game, maybe you don't want Randos being able to rage quit out.
0: So here's the thing. Or right, one That's fucking dumb and here's why. Yeah. Um Mm -hmm. so Counter Strike has Bad Bear Island. Okay. Um, which you know the concept, or when I say Bad Bear Island, you know what I'm talking about, right? It's a place for all the
1: horrible people.
0: Yes. Um, based on in Alaska, there is a like an actual island where they take bears that have multiple like human incidents like breaking into like homes and stuff. And, like, we, you are a danger to society, and they take them, and they put them on Bad Bear Island, which is, like, 50 miles from the nearest thing, um, where they go to be on timeout for forever. Can we, just, can, in, we, can we
1: pause for a second and enjoy the image of, like, a, a gang of bears, delinquent bears,
0: roaming an island? Yep, no, that's out there. You can go there. <laughs> <laughs> um, But in Counter-Strike, if you were a generally, like, not, If you start ranking up a bunch of tickets and bands and whatnot, you wind up in games with more people with tickets and bands. If you're a shitty person, you get ranked with shitty people. And you get matched up. There are algorithms out there to fix every single one of your problems with Destiny matchmaking, and they're stupid easy to implement, and it's a shame on them for not having it.
2: Yeah.
1: No,
0: that's fair, actually, Um, yeah. Um... So games are out there doing stuff about toxicity. Um I wish League would do a little bit more of what Counter-Strike is doing, but also League has got that it it's just such a fuck massive community. I don't know if it works.
1: It's weird to have um, Counter-Strike being a positive example of how to deal with toxicity cuz the <laughs> fan base for that game is generally viewed as nuclear fallout.
0: Yeah, I'd yeah. say Steam is also or. That's also one facet of Counter-Strike doing something well. Steam or Valve, really, has kind of paved the way for, here's what it's like to be an inactive member in your community. How's Dota doing? Hmm, on fire. How's Counter-Strike doing? Hmm, on fire. (laughs) Like, they're as much as I don't know if I can say that what Riot and Blizzard have done have, like, really made a real lasting impact in yeah. the world. Society is a better place for their actions. I can definitely see and quantify what the lack of their actions looks like.
1: Yeah, I'm all for at least some comeuppance happening to people that are shitty online.
0: Yeah. And I do like that Riot, m- or I'm going to give all the credit to Riot, because everything I've at least heard that Blizzard's trying to do is just a recycled idea from like two sure. or three years back. Um they're at least trying to get into and explore ideas other than the banhammer um, for, like, trying to resolve toxicity.
3: Well, they did that. They, Blizzard did something similar to that with cheating. Um, so, a while ago, a couple years ago, uh, Blizzard did this, well, not a couple years ago, but, like, Blizzard started issuing out huge, massive ban waves, but, like, not permanent ban waves, for, like, six months. So, like, for WoW, for example, um, for a lot of the bots and gold diggers, like, the gold diggers, but the gold bots and all that stuff, they did a thing where they ban, like, they they, they collect a huge number of, like, not necessarily reports, but, like, the, culprits. they track, this, yeah, culprits, right? And then once they've confirmed that all these people are, in fact, culprits and there's no benefit, like, or not there's no shadow of doubt that if they are culprits, they'll, like, ban everyone in a massive wave. And they'll do it for 6 months. So and I know because I was banned for 6 months a couple years ago
1: from, from what game? World of or the Warcraft. Or, for what reason?
3: I was botting. So I I didn't want to level up my own characters on WoW. I got tired of it. Sure. And I hate leveling up, so I bought it the leveling up system. I didn't do it for PvP or any of that, which there were some bots for it, but it was mainly just for leveling up characters, so I did. And so, yeah, it was a six-month ban. And what they did is, like, they could have easily just said, ban your account gone forever, but they were saying that banning people permanently, only all that does is make them buy another account sure. and go right back to botting. And so, instead, they ban people for a long period of time, and then have them come back and they can just continue where they left off, but like all your gold and anything
1: currency wise is gone, so you'll start with zero gold in your pocket, so to speak. I kind of wish the Blizzard version of that for WoW was, and then we're gonna charge your credit card instantly for the amount of money it would cost to sit out your ban. That's
0: well, the uh, that's the Steam version of it.
3: <laughs> yeah. So here's a
0: mass banning. That game went on sale. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah.
3: Well, and see, that's the other thing like, after they did a big ban wave a couple of years ago, like, I want to say maybe it was a year and a half, shortly after a massive ban wave, they're like, by the way, WoW is on sale now. The battle chest is at this cost. So people are like, oh, well, that's just a cash grab, but at the same time it's like, well, they technically can ban people for cheating in their fucking game.
1: So... Ban waves should happen right before expansions.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> no. They should happen a day into expansions so you've bought the expansion already.
3: Yeah, so um, that's that's an interesting system that Blizzard has tried in the past, so I don't know how it would apply to other stuff, but because, you know, WoW's an MMO, and so there's certain mechanics yeah. as far as gold and all that,
1: but yeah. Yeah, it's I... I ever played a game that had a truly toxic community to it? Like, I've to poke fun at destiny for a second or two like for better or worse the destiny community for the last couple weeks has been if not the greatest source of salt on earth definitely um harmful to small rodents and maybe dogs and cats and it's i blame that lately. word
0: <laughs> uh hear me out on this games toxicity has been a huge problem it's been auto catalyzed yeah. by a lot of the stuff that we've talked about before like smurfing and whatnot yeah I definitely had a moment that I realized the first time someone told me, like, oh, I'm just so salty right now about a thing and used it in place of the word frustrated. And it gave this weird moment for people to just instead of doing something about the situation, they could just announce it. Sure. So it's just, oh, I'm admitting I'm salty. That's all I need to do. Was like, No, you need to stop being mad. Yeah. And it it was like an excuse to be mad. And. Mm gaming quality, I think, has gone down because of that fucking word. As much as that seems, like,
1: no, I, crazy? I, I get what you're saying. It's the idea that by acknowledging you're being pissy, it gives you a pass to be pissy. Like, it's, yeah. like no, it's, it's like, stop being pissy. If playing the game makes you pissy, then stop it.
0: Take a break, step yeah. back, and go play some I don't know, Tetris or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I get what and, you're saying.
1: Like, It's the idea that by having a concept that explains the state, it's like No, no, they're just being salty. It's like, no, you shouldn't be this salty. Like, it's you're being shitty. That's how salty you are being. Like, it's okay to be upset, but like, when you're entering into whining territory and you're taking and throwing a temper tantrum,
0: that's a problem. Like, that's be an adult for the love of God at that point. Yeah. Or, other than telling me that you're salty, what do you intend to do about your situation? Yeah. I I need some results here.
1: (laughs) And FYI, the answer is don't go on Reddit and post long things going so-and-so company should implement this immediately if they want me to keep playing the game because oh yeah Threat- game development Threat- works
0: work. yeah See, there's bribing and there's threatening if you have if bribing doesn't or if threatening doesn't work if you try bribing them with i don't know like i'll give you millions of dollars to implement this mechanic then they might entertain your idea
1: yeah I, now you are now you mentioned that i'm kind of like a I, Part of what pushed me on this topic is how bad the Destiny community on Reddit's been lately, and part of me now is thinking if you just got rid of the Bungie Please tag for the subreddit and, like, just started deleting all those posts that went up, man, that place would be so much better right now.
3: Well, you could add a filter to block that stuff out.
1: Yeah, but I think it's the, like, filtering It's one thing. Filtering is ignoring the fact that's going on. Like, not letting people have a voice just to whine about shit that's a better step because you're no like just because you're ignoring something it's just because you turn your back on a flaming house doesn't mean the house is no longer on fire it's just no longer something you're looking at like it's still happening and just because you're no longer kind of being affected by it directly doesn't mean it doesn't have reaching effects well
3: here's the thing like i I guess i have to disagree with that one because on the subreddit, you're allowed to bitch and complain all you want about the company. I mean, yeah. granted, if you become like a whiner, that's fine. Toxicity for me has always been like if somebody jumped on there and immediately started flaying a player and calling them like a fucking asshole and a piece of shit, and then constantly spamming them on Reddit and posting in their shit.
0: Please, that was be- harsh words.
3: <laughs> well, you know what I mean. But like, that, that, <laughs>
0: yes, <laughs> but
3: that that would be co- toxicity. I think if you're upset or like just you know about the game and the company, you're allowed to kind of vent that stuff out. Granted, no, and people don't have to fucking listen to you, but I, I think, think that's the difference in, like...
1: There's venting, thing. and then there's circle jerking. And I guess, like, the difference for me is a toxic player is kind of an unfortunate circumstance, but when you start combining all those people together, that's when it becomes a problem.
0: Like, we've all you played... Start hive-minding it. Yeah,
1: and it's one of these things where it's like, it's not like when you get them all together, they go away they just start suddenly resounding off each other. like it's it's It goes from like you have a small fire to you have a big fire, not because any of the fires got bigger, but because you shoved all the fires into one location. And now it's like, now, now we have a problem. Why? Well, that's a 10-foot-tall blaze. It was seven candles a day ago. What happened?
0: <laughs> they found each other. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I find that analogy so funny. It's yeah. a good one. And, <laughs> and, seven and, candles found each other another 10 foot blade. Yeah, and, and <laughs> it's a bit.
1: It, I'm, I'm I'm being a little silly on that one because I feel like it. But, yeah, no,
0: no, it's totally accurate.
1: Yeah, it's one of things where it's like, I, I'm not saying you shouldn't complain about things, but like, what finally, like, but what, what put the whole destiny weirdness in perspective for me was someone on Monday morning posted a thing where it's like, this subreddit on Tuesday, here's the way to do everything as fucking fast as possible. This subreddit on Sunday. There's nothing to fucking do. Why'd I do everything immediately on Tuesday? And I'm sitting there, I'm looking at that going, that's exactly what I've been doing. And that's exactly what I'm complaining about. I'm the problem. And I'm only thinking of it as not me being the problem because everyone fucking else is complaining about it. And if I, it's like, no, no, you're absolutely right, subreddit. This is the problem. There should be more. But the fact that I'm now feeding off of everyone else being all like, why isn't there more shit? I'm like, no, there actually is if you don't play six hours a night.
2: Yeah.
1: I have become the thing I complained about the most in Destiny 1, which was people that played Destiny 14 hours a day going, there's not enough content in the game. I don't think there's enough content in any game to play 14 hours a day.
3: Yeah, unless you're like a game that's been established for a couple of years, like, wow. Even then, like,
1: I, I... I like, unless you're playing a game like Star Citizen, where the point is to have like go to that planet, you now have four hours real time before you get there. I, and maybe this is kind of the stream and YouTube reality at this point. Like, the fact that we expect games that are popular that we want to get into to have like a million hours of content to cover for YouTube channels and Twitch streams, like, that seems to be part of the problem where the people with the media outlet at that point are complaining. It's like, Oh, it's too shallow. The game's been out two days. Yeah, how many hours have you played? Oh, 70. A, not possible. B, that's too many hours. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm, And going back... uh, I'm kind of torn,
3: because, I mean, if somebody just, like, like... And I get where you're coming from. It's like somebody who's really thirsty... Who drinks all the fucking water and then an hour later they're thirsty again, like, ah, I shouldn't drank all this water. Why is there so little water? Like Yeah. I can understand that, but I don't think that like I don't think that kind of falls under the the toxicity thing. That's
1: just I think the issue is it's the once you have one person complaining about it enough, you have other people that latch on to it. And like it's the Again, going back to my stupid candles found each other metaphor. If you have seven people in seven rooms going like, "Well, I have this gallon of water. I drank the entire gallon of water, and five hours later, I'm now thirsty. Why is there another gallon of water?" They're separate. They're fine. When the, but when they come together, you now have five people complaining about how little water they have, and nothing has changed. They're just louder, and that's when the toxic part kicks in, where it's now a group. It's no longer just one asshole who we can all go, "Go the fuck away." When it's like in the case of the subreddit, it's like when it goes from like one post a day to, like, one in every five posts is kind of the same thing, that's when it becomes toxic.
2: Hmm.
3: Maybe I just have a different opinion, I guess, on toxicity, but I think, I mean, people are going to be serial complainers. You're never going to make everybody happy. Yeah. I I think for me, when it becomes toxic, or or, or becomes that level of toxicity, is when someone is openly harassing someone personally.
1: And that's a toxic player, like, don't get me wrong, like, the idea that some games encourage and seem to attract people that just want to throw racial slurs misogynistic terms and sexist shit and just like the early days of Xbox Live where you could go online and play some Halo and get called by some kid you never met a whole variety of things that you're just like I didn't even know that racial slur what the fuck does that mean kid like that that was both a glorious time for how shitty human beings can be but also (laughs) kind of a start of yeah maybe video games have a problem guys
3: yeah well, I, I, again, like I, I guess I, I i see where you're coming from with it, but I'm—I I mean, I'm always this, like when I hear things like League of Legends has a toxic community, I don't assume it's because of the forum posts or people complaining about certain things in the game. I my uh, my
0: like way of thinking is immediately—I call getting to make the next point. <laughs> <laughs> Finish it, you after your thought. I want to put in my two cents.
3: Okay, like I, when I hear something like a community is toxic about something, I think it's because as soon as you get in people are going to immediately talk shit. Like, if you're a new player and everyone there immediately gangs up on you and talks so much shit to you that you just want to quit, that's what I... I guess that's my level of, like, toxic. Yeah. People are going to bitch complain, and that's always going to happen. You're never going to be able to avoid that, unfortunately. And if you have a circle jerk of people who complain about stuff, I mean, that's going to happen. But I think for me, the, the part where it really becomes toxic is when they start attacking specific people. Like, what is it, um, what was it? Wasn't there a thing a while ago with No Man's Sky where they sent death threats to the guy?
1: Yeah, and that's an extreme that's an extreme case. But yeah, I think that's but at the same time that's a bunch of people got together and complained loud enough. They for better or worse they felt let down. That that was born of hey, we feel slighted. And that's people complaining at that point, not people not like that's one dude being irrationally angry, but at the same time, that's probably one dude in a group of a 100 dudes going like yeah, we should fucking kill him. Him going, yeah, we, we should actually do that. No, no, we're, we're just talking online, man. No, I fucking sent him a bomb right now. We're, we're doing this. He, he wronged us. He has to die. Whoa, dude. Yeah. Like, but, I, I, And that's you take it into the real world. That's like how weird militias and cults pop up, where it's like you get enough people that will totally back you. Where It's like, we should overthrow the government. Yeah, we should overthrow the government. No, we should totally fucking do this. You should lead us. Okay, buying a bomb shelter now. Fucking Yeah. The,
3: but I, I think once it like, once there's actual, like, action and it's directly something attacking someone, then yeah. that's fine. Like, like if a group of people get together and, like, I know it's kind of a, you know, political climate stuff right now, but, like, if people get together and want to protest, let's say uh, there's not enough trees at the park, right? Sure. Let's go with that example. There are a bunch of people... <laughs> so if people got together, or, or let's just say there's too many trees. Like, there's too many trees at the park, and people complain. Like, that... I wouldn't say the park is toxic. The moment you have people burning down trees, then it's become toxic. I think I, that for me, there's a certain threshold, I guess, and that's the... I guess we can kind of agree to disagree on that one in the end. But like, I, I there's think a,
1: you're using the extremes of the situations as where it becomes toxic. I is. think it is toxic uh, long before then.
0: You said League of Legends community is toxic. League of Legends community has not threatened anyone's lives. Yeah. So there's a, or, that's, that's a direct 70- contradiction.
3: Not necessarily threatening somebody's lives. I mean, like, if I get on, and, like, like, I'll give you an example. I, I, the first time I ever played League of Legends, I got on. And I gave it a shot, and I'm still kind of learning the characters. I got into a multiplayer game after doing a couple of, like, test runs. Still kind of learning the classes. And so, um, I'm not too familiar with it, but some guy immediately talked shit to me the entire game, calling me names and going off on a tangent. Didn't necessarily threaten my life, but targeted me specifically and talked a lot of shit about how I'm a piece of shit, and I suck, and this and that. Like, that's what I refer to toxic. This doesn't necessarily mean that there's a life threatening, but I think when there's a focus specifically on, like, attacking another player is what I consider toxic, per se. And if you're going to complain about uh, No Man's Sky or something, then that's just going to
2: complain. Yeah, I, all
0: right. So I need to jump in yeah, here go for, for it, a second here. So one of the things that I find with... We live in the information age, and a lot of... so. Small groups that would not get attention previously get a ton of it, yeah, because they're loud, et cetera, et cetera. I don't even explain the information age, but what I've found is between Reddit and individual-based toxicity is a idea will get passed around the Reddit community. Like there was a time where there's a guy named Trick2G, and he caught a lot more flack than he deserved, and there were people who actually like went to the extremes to say my games are ruined because Trick2G exists. And I don't think that's enough credit, or that's way too much credit to give to one human being, but we're going to delve that example real quick, which is Trick 2G very much endorsed extremely selfish play style, and ignore your team, you're the only one who matters, and all you care about is that W at the end of the game, and no one is here but you. And that doesn't matter if you have to steal off your friend's plate, if you have to treat your allies like shit, um, and not help them, you are here to win for you.
1: What was this dude's and, game?
0: What? Is it? What was the game he was playing? Because you can't
1: pull that league. league of
0: Legends. How
1: do you pull oh, that yeah, you League?
0: Can. You split push and you steal all the farm constantly,
2: huh?
0: huh. Um, and he was very funny. Was the uh, the good thing that, or was the thing that went with it? He was a very funny individual because was just like I'm disrespecting this mofo and I'm styling on him and shit. Sure, and I'm not. I can't do a great impression of him, but <laughs> so. The ideas that he would create get spread around because of the internet, not just Reddit specifically, and then people try to emulate that, and they'll disregard, and they'll turn that into personal attacks within the games they're in because they saw someone else do it, and they think it's right. And also, watching others do things lowers someone's threshold to shitty behavior, Um, or I said that like I found that in an article, but I totally just made that up on the no, spot. I, I think that's sort of, fact, but like, I think it's like, yeah. you
1: give them a pass. The more shitty things you
0: observe in a certain area, the more likely you are to be shitty as a result. Yeah. Yeah, like if you if you go to a place and you see that every single time a trash bin's overstuffed, people just throw their trash on the yeah. ground, and you go there and the trash bin's stuffed. It's already
1: overflowing. You, you have you a you dilemma. Like
0: yeah. Yeah, you're at the dilemma. um, And that's what I think... Reddit does have an impact on the toxicity level of a game. I think Alex's examples are a bit narrowed. Yeah, I, I think, but they're not. They're, they're the
1: extremes. Like they, they are like the ultimate I mean, byproduct. He, of he shit. She also
0: produced a non, a non extreme. Yeah. Like just some guy was shitty to him in a game. There we go. That yeah. was toxic. Um, I mean, I've seen plenty of games where there have been people that have been toxic to everyone in the game. Yeah. <laughs> um. And there are plenty of people that just, like, they don't need to attack someone personally to start spouting off racism. Yeah. They don't even need to be talking to anyone directly to start doing it. Yeah. They just got their soapbox, and they'll start going. I'm in yeah. chat. Um, let's say some hateful shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: but, let's see, that's the thing. That, that, just to really jump on here, I'm sorry to cut you off there on that. But, like, that's that's what I'm it. referring to. Like, it goes into this point where it's not about, like, oh, well, I ran out of content this week. Oh, we ran out of content. Yeah, this sucks. No, this so, sucks. and
1: that's my point of PC versus console. Like, PC, it is so easy to pull that shit. The console version of that is when you start kind of actively making other people try and come to your perspective on something because it's a lot harder to shit-talk someone directly. Like, it's, like I said at the top of all this, you have to actively be like, I'm so angry, I'm gonna go through this horrible type interface and eh, not worth it because this thing fucking sucks, but I, I think it's like it's all it's, it's different versions of kind of the same thing, though, at that point. Like, again, for better or worse, PC makes it way easier to be shitty to other people, though, because you have a chat log right there.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, console, it's not that hard. If you're really mad, you can type away your message like you said earlier. Yeah, I used to I used to play a uh, Street Fighter four on a console. And you'd be surprised at the number of hate messages I got because I played Dan. And
1: would win. <laughs> yeah, that's what you'd get mm-hmm. for playing Dan, though.
3: Fuck that. If you lose to Dan,
1: you need to reevaluate your fucking that's life. That's true, faster. though, too. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. you're, but you're also playing Dan to troll at that point, which means you've exactly. earned that.
3: Yeah. So, but I, I guess for me it's when it becomes, like, an actual directed attack. Not necessarily at a person, but, like, yeah. I mean... I know where you guys are coming from. I think that. we're
0: getting lost in the weeds here because the yeah. topic is toxicity in general.
1: Yeah, we're arguing yeah, semantics in some ways. but
3: Yeah, I, I think that's what it is there. But I mean, I, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to add. Well, I think my, just my focus on toxicity... Well, a little well, bit
1: so to, to open this up a little bit more, like what's the most toxic game you guys have been involved in? I'm guessing for Jeff, it's
0: probably League. Probably League followed closely by Counter-Strike. League yeah. was definitely... The thing is, when I was playing Counter Strike, it was CS Source. And this is before things like chat filters and like. Uh, League still doesn't have voice over IP and Counter Strike did. So definitely encountered more racism and terribleness mm-hmm. in that. Also, GTA 5 was a lot more like, gee, ew, wow. Yeah. Um, then League. League has more toxicity. I think it's by girth as well, 'cause yeah. it's bigger than <laughs> um, I never,
3: never thought I'd imagine something being measured by girth that's not a penis. But
1: continue. <laughs>
0: <Non-engineering person>. <laughs> <laughs> um but probably Counter Strike was the most toxic thing I ever carried back with Counter Strike source. Yeah. Um League can get bad. GTA five, it was just like because GTA 5 so much is dedicated in that game just being an outright tosser to yeah. everyone around you. Um, but it, in in that one, it's also a one, it's part toxic too. it's part like the charm. And yeah. it, it rolls off, and it's easier to thick skin someone dicking around in uh, GTA Five. Yeah. Also, it's really easy to just switch servers and find a new group of people. I was
1: always struck when that thing first came out, like just the shit people would be saying in chat for Grand Theft Auto Five. It's like you do know other people can hear you, right? Like, yeah. Fuck.
0: Yeah. No that that one becomes a bit of a soapbox game. Um people are like, I've got my platform and who's ready to hear what a- yeah. my thoughts and ideals. <laughs> Let's talk about the government. You'd be lucky if they wanted to talk about the yeah. government. Um So, yeah, that would be it for me. So what about you two?
3: Go ahead, Charlie. I'll 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 go live.
1: I'm not sure I have one. Like for better or worse, I have actively avoided. The social end of most games, which is a problem in some ways. I, there could be some weird ass Borderlands stuff every once in a while, but I, it's maybe hey, back when I played Starcraft.
0: Mm. I could, yeah, I could see that.
1: That that that's the only one that comes to mind. I, yeah, like uh, most of the competitive, most of the multiplayer play I did was in like local tournaments where it's amazing the things people will say online they will not say to you when it's like, oh shit, you're a foot taller than me and could break me across your knee if you got
0: pissed. <laughs> well, it's that and your rapport with the room. Yeah. Who the hell is going Like, everyone in the room is going to know you're the biggest douchebag around if you start spouting off yeah. in a in a room. Yeah, I, I gotta say
1: maybe League, just because, like, I had those terrible experiences where it's like, man, you fucking suck. I, I I'm a level four. Yeah, on your Smurf account. No, an actual level four. Well, how do you have this hero then? I bought them. Why'd you buy them? Because I thought they looked cool. I wanted to play the thing I thought looked cool. Learn to play the game before
0: you buy heroes. No. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh, bu- my life, my money, fuck yeah. off. I'm gonna buy the pirate chick. Why? She's got guns. <laughs> Misfortune. Yep. Yeah. Why'd
1: you buy the giant alligator? Because it's got a giant sickle blade, and that's cool as shit. Fuck off.
0: Yep. I always say that your third summoner spell in League of Legends is the mute button. Yep. <laughs> you Alex?
3: Uh you know, it's gonna be interesting, but like it's gonna be kind of the most common games that I actually play. Uh World of Warcraft.
2: Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah.
3: You have you have some people down there that are really salty. You know, and it happens and I've gotten into a couple arguments with people, but not as much as I thought I would. Like for the most part I kinda do alright with World of Warcraft, but I've had some run-ins, especially in the PvP side. Yeah. I'm doing PvE, it's always gravy. It's always when it's PvP that it becomes really heated. Um, Overwatch, for sure. I've had a lot of drama happen on Overwatch with people, uh, like, just Hanzo picking it and fucking sucking, and then refusing to switch, and kind of going on this whole thing. Like, yeah, that'll happen for sure. And then Smite. Mm. Smite is actually kind of notoriously like, Toxic in in player behavior. Yeah,
1: for a game as yeah, they small as so any it's... of the
0: systems we just described. Yeah,
3: but again, like, Smite's an MMO. Like, I'm sorry, MOBA. it's a it's a, M- a
2: MOBA. MOBA.
3: Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. So it makes it's it's interesting that we throw out games that are like PVP player based. That like you know.
0: Well, you it, it's a... definitely PVP because no one cares. Yeah. If... In PVE, no one cares about the guy next to them. Oh, you've never played Destiny, then.
3: You've never raided it, on WoW, sir. yeah I need to link you the video of my guildmaster a couple years ago losing his fucking mind on a raid.
1: I, in, in kind of competitive-ish PvE games, or games that like there's more stakes than just hey, we're doing a mission, it can bring out some real, real weird behavior. Like, that whole yeah. um, Leroy Jenkins thing is only funny because of how competitive that shit can get. Mm-hmm. And because it's not
0: happening to you.
1: Yeah, no, that's Leroy Jenkins is funny to everyone because it's kind of inherently funny. It's extra funny to WoW players because you're sitting there going like, man, that's an embarrassing wife. Ha <laughs> fucker. Hmm? You did everything wrong.
2: Yeah. So,
3: But yeah, um, that's kind of pretty much it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, I have it's weird. Like, it's. I I, I always like the idea of playing games with other people. I just think people also bring the worst out in games. I. Like, we have a couple games that are very multiplayer geared, like Star Citizen and Elite Dangerous have kind of unfortunate communities eh, Star Citizen's not that bad, but they're also. A weird community on their own own, but like it's. Those are very multiplayer based ones. And I found that actually the ones that have passive multiplayer, where it's like, no, you're all in one fucking spot and PvP is always on, seem to actually be better because it's like, no, no, we have really an in an game group of people that are policing this
0: shit. You have what? a society. Yeah. Like, that's exactly like Earth with humans. Yeah. We could all kill each other tomorrow, but that wouldn't work very well. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like, I, th- there was a big upset that happened in EVE recently, like, the biggest heist went down in that game ever, and, like, generally speaking, the reaction to it was, oh, shit, we got played, except for one dude who went, like, way off the deep end, was starting to cut the guy's hands off, and he got banned, but everyone else that was affected was like, man, this sucks, but, like, damn, you played the game. And that's what this game is. Well done. Yeah, I, it's it's weird. Like, it does seem that there are games that there's a community around. Like, I don't mean, like, a community as in the forum group. I mean, like, an in-game community you have to deal with. It seems to cut down the Toxic Sum because they literally in-game get forced to the fringes. Where it's like, oh, they're out in bad area. Why? Because that's the only
0: place we're not blowing them up constantly. hmm Yeah. So, there's an... I'm not going to go fully into this now, but there's an old, like, philosophy argument about is murder inherently immoral? Is there anything that actually says it's immoral? Is it just it's a, something that if you make it allowed, it is decorative to the ability to actually function and create society? Hmm. And society is the function of, or generates prosperity. Therefore, murder has been pretty much universally agreed upon to be a bad thing, but there's nothing that actually, like, stake in the ground proves that it's wrong. So... In a game like Star Citizen where you're all out in the open and any of you could turn on each other at any given moment, it prevents all of your active ability to partake in the game because if you go through all these like level one zones just chilling and everyone takes notice of each other and everyone just starts firefighting, all of you get your worlds and your ability to interact decreases. Yeah, and like on top of that... You have to learn to ignore each other. Well, and interact with each other
1: at that point. Like and it's both, yeah. And it's only since we're kinda of like right now in that game, like death is meaningless, there are too many missiles, like and like the guy the developers have gotten out there and said, like, hey, when three launches, things are gonna change. You guys are gonna have to get a lot better at firefights because well, we're reducing the number of missiles you have drastically. They cost money now. And by the way, the money system now matters, so like getting from point A to point B unscathed is now going to be a much bigger deal because that's how you're going to avoid missiles to get to places unscathed. So maybe you'll have to figure out how to play along with each other. And I I love the user agreement for that game because number one on it is by installing this game, you've agreed to PvP. (laughs) Like, it's right up there where it's like nope, don't make this shitty for yourself. Yep. There's no offline mode that you can duck into to make it quote more fun. You guys have to make this
0: work. Well there is, but it's called uh section forty six or whatever. That's it was. Squadron
1: forty two, but yeah that's not the yeah, real game. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> that's a game, not the real game. That's like the Destiny campaign. It's not the real Destiny Two. Destiny two is a grind. It's all about filling them gauges. Not
0: story. Do you two have any more you want to say on this, or do we want to start winding it down? I think we're I think I'm done. You got anything more, Alex? I, I don't
3: have anything else. I think we kind of hit it pretty Yeah. You know, hit the nail on the head, so to
1: speak. Yeah <laughs> well, that does it for our main topic this week, I suppose. Uh, we have no emails once again, but if you did want to send us something that we could talk about or respond to or mock mercilessly or something like that on the podcast, how would you do that, Alex? I mean Jeff. Wow Oh no, 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 it is. Fine, right, Alex. How would you so, do that? Go for it. I, I want to hear so, this.
3: First thing you need to do is get yourself a box of Lucky Charms. Then you dig a hole in your backyard and set it for a trap.
0: Can I use Smiggles?
3: No, it has to be Lucky Charms. The fucker. Smiggles? reason for this is because you need Rick to Rick capture... and
0: Morty's version of Lucky <laughs> <laughs> Charms. that involves children murdering rabbits. Got it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so at this point, you capture the leprechaun that gets stuck in the hole... The next day, the so you catcher- catch me. Yes, upon capturing said leprechaun, you tie him down in a taken one interrogation style where you hold him down on a chair tied to some uh, electrical current until he tells you the uh, PO box of slipping with a, well of wicked awesome cast. At that point, you don't believe him, even though he gives you the PO box, and you walk away. Alternatively, yeah, wait,
1: wait, wait, when do you cut a bottom? When do you cut the bottom of the chair out so you can hit them with rope? When does that play into this? You don't hit him with rope. Have you not seen
3: Taken 1? He le- he leaves the current on and he I've, walks away. I've, so the I've, guy I've he also lefts,
1: seen he- Taken 1. I'm also wondering when the stuff from Casino Royale comes in. Oh, I don't <laughs> know about that part. I'm, I'm going Taken with this one.
0: You so- could do both. <laughs> you just start awesome. whipping someone in the nuts with a jumper cable? Is that yeah. what this Ooh. is? <laughs> yeah.
3: So... <laughs> So, you walk away with an awesome stance as you grab your jacket, and the leprechaun yells for dear life, la da la da as he fries
1: to death on the chair. Alternatively- Jeff, why does Alex hate the Irish so much?
0: <laughs> I don't know, I was saying, that's not what we say. <laughs> Are you comfortable here, I, Jeff? I, I, I- Yeah, I, I need it. my safe space, I feel, uh, discriminated <laughs> against suddenly. I feel offended um, for you.
1: <laughs> you
3: know what, the, the Wicked Awesome cast has become a toxic community, it's- it's official.
0: It's it always, always been. <laughs>
3: Alternatively, you can go online and send us one of those things they call an email to WickedAwesomeCast at gmail.com.
0: What's that email again, Jeff? WickedAwesomeCast at gmail.com.
1: WickedAwesomeCast at gmail.com. Spelled as it sounds down the show notes. Send us something. We'll respond to it. I, I'm not sure <laughs> to think about you right now, Alex. That was charged. Wow. Wow. I- <laughs> I have nothing but good things to say about Jeff's heritage on this podcast. I have never once made fun of it.
3: I said leprechaun. It does not necessarily mean Irish.
1: Having met Jeff in person, you know it's a slur against his yes, people. Yes, all of
0: those Scottish leprechauns. Huh? <laughs> I actually, I'm pretty sure that, that that actually is narrowed down to one
1: ethnicity. <laughs> I like, could even be on that, like one section of that ethnicity. This, this, yeah. this,
3: this, this is what happens when you let me do the email part. This god. is why I'm never allowed to do this email part.
0: I, so I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> that was your your that was your one shot, Alex.
3: <laughs> that was my like one shot and I overshot way
1: overshot. <laughs> never again. I've heard of
3: course correction,
0: roll. but wow, like we're off in a different state going, when did we get here?
2: <laughs> oh oh
0: my god. So I have definitely played a leprechaun for a YouTube video before. Yep, nonsense hey, really? Studios. Yeah, back uh... in high school, I will not be linking it to anything because I'm pretty sure it's got my real name in it somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, that that definitely happened. The hilarious thing about the story is they played it at like a an assembly, and my girlfriend at the time we'd been dating for like two weeks, and she was out for like one of those weeks because um. I think she had, like, a death in the family or something. And um, she had to go down, or, yeah, she did. She had to go to a different state for the funeral. And this was the first day she came back, so I had her under one arm. And then they play this this video, full screen of me in full leprechaun garb, running around talking in an Irish accent with a box of Lucky Charms under my arm. Hmm. It's, it's really
1: hard to underplay how stereotypically Irish Jeff looks, FYI.
0: <laughs> well, you can find me in some of our unplugged videos. Yes, you can. If you so can, I'm wearing a Bruins hat and uh, Bruins gear, which does not help my case for being. Ir- Just the blindingly Ooh. white mass. Yep.
1: So, movie. <laughs> yeah, I think that about does it for this week. Any of you two got anything you want to pimp quickly? Uh.
3: Well, I guess I'll go, um, so, you know, I stream throughout the week here and there. You can find me uh, on Mave Online across the board, of course. So, uh, that is Mave Online, Uh, social media across the board as well. So, that's the uh, Twitters, the Instagrams, Snapchat, all that good stuff. Um, Alternatively, uh, Subty Wicked Studios is starting to do a little bit of streaming here and there. So, you can catch me and Charlie rocking it on destiny usually on thursday afternoon yes
1: evening. i mean to talk to you about this i may ask if we can move that to tuesday because that's destiny reset night okay yeah I, sorry that's moving forward for the i think we've i've offhandedly mentioned it i will not be in something with studios home office for all of october and at least a chunk of november hopefully not all of it but if Uh, We're taking measures to make sure we have content for that entire run, Uh, but um, streaming will continue, the podcast will continue, stuff will come out, I don't know what will come out in that meantime, and I know content was bad this week because I've been kind of starting to save stuff up for the extended run, but yeah, streaming podcast will happen at least, Uh, maybe I'll record some stuff on the road, I don't know.
3: Okay, well yeah. yeah, so other than that, just pimping the whole uh, <laughs> the, the, the something we can stream, yeah. which is cool. You can catch us on all sorts of platforms too. We're on Twitch, Mixer, uh, YouTube Gaming, Periscope, Facebook and Vapes.TV
1: The most important of streaming platforms. They have the best for last. I actually had to reactivate our account again we were quote, not streaming enough vape content <laughs> Man, we really should do more vaping, or way less. I don't know which yet. How do you go negative in your vaping content?
3: I'm not sure.
1: Just walk around inhaling other people's vape clouds? Secondhand vape? I don't know. Like, with a vacuum, sucking it out of the air, like, uh, ruining their sweet smoke rings?
3: Probably. By the way, secondhand vape is my new band name. Call it.
1: Okay, show your work. What type of band is this?
3: <laughs> Secondhand vape.
0: That's the name. He asked you what kind of band it was.
3: Oh, I don't know yet. Maybe Ska. I haven't decided yet.
1: Not everything's a Ska band. You know that, right?
3: Well, Ska. For me.
0: I'm guessing it's a scatman group headed by Alex. Oh,
1: just cue the metal already. <laughs>